Hi, Jared. Hi, Kyle. Welcome to How to Draw Without Dying, everyone. <laughs> that's the that's the show where we talk about how to make art and, and enjoy art, especially indie art, and fit into your busy life because it's hard. It's I will never get tired of saying how hard it is. It's pretty. It's pretty like um uh it's um uh hi I'm Jared. I'm a I'm a so- full time software engineer. It's been drawing comics since I was seven. And I am Kyle. I am a full time artist uh that does comics and podcasts and all sorts of stuff. Too much stuff. A lot of stuff. And today, I want to talk about something, you want to talk about something that we run into all the time. We run into it ourselves, we run into it doing our Drink and Draw Club, and we run into it on Twitch, and we run into it on on the social medias. Hey, Kyle. Yes? Do you feel like your art sucks? Most of the time? Yeah, me too. It's, it's pretty rough. Let's, Uh... um, let's, let's, let's ask another very important question. Do you actually think your art sucks? Sometimes. Um, I don't. I, I, I feel like it does, but I know that it doesn't suck. I know that I'm a pretty good artist. Mm-hmm. And you are a pretty good artist. I think... And, yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, just, I guess to be more specific, it's it feels maybe less that my art sucks and more that I suck as an artist. <laughs> Ooh, ah, that's, that's getting that's right an to the important but nuanced distinction. P- piercing to the core of it already. I love it. Everyone, <laughs> everyone that I interact with who does art at like hits that self-deprecation button. It's just it's right there on your desk, and you're just like, mm, time to time to hit that self-deprecation button. I suck. I my art sucks. Is I'm trash. I'm sorry. Uh, there's that uh, there's that sticker that sticker that goes on your on your sketchbook that our friend uh, Kariska made uh it's just it's just a very pretty calligraphy sticker that says uh no you may not look in my sketchbook it's trash i'm trash i'm sorry (laughs) and it and it hits on a universal feel for those who create things and that's what we want to talk about today kyle i think you uh we we pick we pick the order of what we're going to talk about today but what what was it why did you want to talk about this one today well i it came up for a couple of times for some of my audience members um, as a thing, and and it is funny to see the the range of how it was requested um, because I, I think we've got the, the the most median phrasing of like how do you deal with like low self confidence in your art, but like um, one of one of my audience members phrased it something along the lines of with how do you deal with the fact that everything uh, that how how do I deal with all the, the the fact that everything I draw is like total uh, un unlookable poop garbage, and uh, I'm like, well, first off, it isn't. <laughs> Secondly, yeah, we we should talk about that because that's that's so, feeling that never quite goes away. <laughs> let's um, let's start with the separation of the quality of your art and and how you feel about it. Because those are two separate things, and I see this everywhere. Uh, everyone I know that self-deprecates about their art, like, there's no correlation to how good their art is. I know some fantastic artists. I also know a lot of beginner artists. And the the language that they use, the, the self-deprecation, sort of the themes, and, like, it's identical. There's it it doesn't seem to go away whether you've been drawing for a day or seven years. And so there's a lot of places we're going to go tonight because I want to talk about where that comes from. I want to talk about why we do it. I want to talk about how to not do it. How do you how do you cope with it, Kyle? 
Mostly, I sort of remember that this too shall pass. Um, now that I've released things that I am proud of, I can look on them. Because we talked about this uh, actually a while ago, sort of the feeling that you've finished something. And I, I now can... I now can look at anachronistic and be like, I wrote this and this is good. It exists and people like it and you you accomplished what you set out to do. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, in the face of like finding that thing that I, I know truthfully is good regardless of how self-deprecating I want to get about it. Like, don't get me wrong, there's, there's things that I could have improved or done better, but I, I don't look at them as like flaws in it. I look at it as, as things to do better next time Mm -hmm. and uh i I am able to sort of remember the the pride in in those projects uh there's a there's a topic i want to get there's another uh, like a whole like episode topic i'd like to add to our list and that's like how to give and receive critique mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. and and a piece of that is certainly the separation between oh it sucks versus like an actual piece of feedback. And what you just said a second ago is, is a part of my, my general how, how to take feedback guidance is if, whoops, if the, uh, if the advice is it sucks, then it's useless. But if it's something you can do better next time, that's valuable. That's useful. Not to spoiler alert, a, um, uh, part a topic point from when we eventually do that episode, but on that same note, Oh, it's good. is also kind of useless. It's kind of useless. <laughs> Uh, there, there, there's, there is a point to, to that kind of feedback, I'd say, but, um, it's, it's interesting because, uh, Gecko likes to draw every once in a while and, uh, my, my best friend Gecko, uh, and he will like look to me for really hard critique, but I'm actually not a great person for hard critique. And I kind of had to train myself not to be because, uh, what I like, what I usually provide when people say, "Hey, what is, what do you think of my art?" is encouragement because there are two avenues to go on here. One is the the art skill and the improvement of it. That's one thing. I'm going to abstain from that particular challenge. Uh, the other is the the artist's likelihood to do another art after this one, and my all encompassing purpose. <laughs> As, a, as an artist in communities is uh, great do more and and so most of what i like give critique on is i'll identify the things that they're doing right uh i, I won't i won't focus on the things that they're doing wrong uh i will focus on the things that they're already doing well and should continue to do and and really like pull out like the the, the tools that they're already using to put put something down on paper and and make them feel like they accomplished something which is a huge piece of this where you make the art but it's not as good as you want it to be so you end up feeling like you didn't accomplish something but you did on that note of critique and and confidence like you said like sometimes it is nice to hear someone just be like yeah your art's really good and um like, I, I think that's sort of where unsolicited critique comes. Like, like if it's unsolicited, you better be nice. <laughs> but more on to, to confidence. I, I certainly have heard a lot of stories. I thankfully never had an experience like this. But people who received critique in, like, schooling about their art that, you know, eventually, uh, it, it, that in one way or another led to, oh, you're trash at art and you shouldn't try and 
keep doing art. That's a big piece of it as well, because uh, certainly in the West, we have this interesting mentality that we get in school. Uh, I'm I'm older. I'm uh, I'm in my 40s, and like I you know went to school in the 80s and 90s. My experience was being taught that you are good at what you're good at. And that people have inherent skills that you are you are born with things that you're good at and 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 you should focus on that. And and so if you're good at something, that's that's natural. That's that's part of like your identity. This is a dangerous way to approach skill because it cultivates this notion of you're only good at what you're already good at. You can't be good at something that you've never tried or started or 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 have not already shown skill in uh you can't you can't gain a new skill and your identity is tied to what you are currently already good at uh an old friend of ours had a really awful traumatizing experience with this where in early schooling she um was the artist oh the, the class oh you're so good at art you're the you're the artist of of the class and then, uh, you know, at one year, another person joined their class who was identified as a better artist. And then that person became the artist. And uh, and then she would know, like, her, her identity as an artist was usurped. As if only one person can be the artist. And it took her years to even have the confidence to get pen on paper again. And she was a lovely artist! <laughs> She went on to become a scientist, which was awesome, but, like, really lost a piece of herself there. Yeah, I, oof. That that goes on to a whole sociological problem we have on sort of teaching kids to identify very strongly as one aspect of their personality. Yep, 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 yep. But that's also not exactly part of the um, the topic today. Eh, well, I don't know. I bring it up because I think it is part of it. I think, like, a lot of where this, uh, oh, I suck at art, or at least one of the places that I suck at art comes from is artist identity. And so when that identity is is invalidated for any number of reasons, uh, it, it it's, it's traumatizing. It, become, it makes it harder to put pen on paper. It makes it harder to keep going. And when you keep going... It brings in that that desire to self-deprecate and say, "Oh, I'm I'm just don't worry about what I'm doing today. Is this this is trash garbage? I I suck." So I'm just uh, I think the, a, a common word on 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 stream is uh, is scuff, which I think that's an adorable word. Uh, it's like today's a scuff stream. I'm just drawing whatever. Um, and so it's like you you feel the need to identify it as crap if you're going to you know, just draw for fun or just doodle around or just experiment or try something you haven't drawn before. Are you at all familiar with the phrase, the fraud police? Well, imposter, imposter syndrome is probably a more, more common term, but uh, the fraud police is sort of a fraud that goes along with it. I thought you said frog police. Oh, no. And I wanted to know what that had to do with anything, because that sounds great. 
No, uh, the fraud police is a, a particular manifestation of imposter syndrome, which is the idea that one day uh, imposter syndrome is sort of that feeling that even though you are doing a thing, that you're not worthy of doing that thing. And this isn't just an art. This is like, uh, like it's that feeling that, oh, I, I got this new job, but I, you know, somehow they they made a mistake. I don't belong here. I'm, I'm not worthy of this. Job. For example... If you were a full-time software engineer at a major corporation and the only member of your team who was self-taught as opposed to going to school to write on to learn how to be an engineer, you may sometimes occasionally feel like you might not belong here, even though time and time again you have proven that you do and have had your career for many, many years. Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> That is definitely an example, mm. um, but it does come up in art as well a lot. Mm. Like, oh, uh, I'm not a real artist is, is yes, one that comes exactly. up a lot. Um, May I wager a guess at what fr the fraud police means? Because I love it and I think I get it. So I'm okay. going to give this a shot, having not heard the term before. When you say fraud police, do you mean this, the notion and perhaps fallacious concern that one day someone will show up and say, wait, I am looking at your art and that's fake art. You're a bad artist and I can tell because I see I see through your lies. And then everything that you have worked on and, and have been putting like effort into falls apart and then you just die. Yep. Uh, bonus points if they're holding a clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Uh, that's, it, that's, it's, extra, it's, that's extra funny to me because um, my parents, back in the 80s before the internet, um, something. my mom had it like, a, not a clip book, but like a, um, a little notebook that she just would have everywhere, right? And hmm. uh, they were out somewhere, did something, and then like uh, had like halfway through realized that they had wandered into a place that was not open yet, but no one was questioning it because they looked like they were supposed to be there and had a clipboard. Yeah. And now I don't think this would work quite as well at this day and age, but at the time, uh, I think that was reliable. <laughs> I used to work at a bank. It, it, it's still kind of a thing. Being a, a full-time artist at this particular point, that manifests pretty heavily for me in things like, uh, oh, if I'm not going to be able to pay rent, that, that sort of thing. Or like, say, uh, like I, I'm in the middle of trying to find a new roommate and before then like uh before we decided okay we're gonna try and find a new roommate for the current place rather than find a new place right there's that just overwhelming fear when i tried to go to bed of like we're gonna apply to a new place and they're gonna look and see that i'm like a full-time artist they're gonna look at it and say no you're not and you can't have this place because you don't have a real job and i'm just gonna die um that, that that's an example of of that like that's a very real concern and yeah, it sucks, and uh, it, it makes it very hard to focus on solving problems when I'm, like, it, it feels like I'm operating on this assumption that, that one day everything is going to fall apart no matter what I do. <laughs> mm, well, I mean, that is the truth, but... But not for any of our faults. Uh, never mind. A couple of artists I know who, like do really cool and interesting art but they can't really bring themselves to do it because they they don't like it or they don't because it the vibe i get that's kind of consistent is they they feel like 
it's not good enough to show other people. And so they rarely do it, um, which also I think coincidentally leads to like a lack of perceived improvement on their part because they're also not doing it as much and not getting feed- good feedback from it because they're not showing it to people. So it's interesting that you mentioned fe- uh, f- um, feedback and improvement because another one of the places that this comes from, I found, is a desire to get better. And and it's almost like, uh, in it's almost arguably constructive if you can make it constructive because uh, I know I'm a pretty good artist, but I know there's things that I just don't do super well. Uh, and there's there's uh, you know my my mantra: it's art isn't a thing you're good or bad at. It's a it's a toolbox that you keep filling with tools. And there are tools that I don't have in my toolbox, and there are tools that I don't know how to use very well. There are also a lot of tools that I use very well and I'm very confident about and had a lot of practice on. And so when I am feeling like, oh man, uh, what's something? I'm uh, Compositional black, something our friend Alan is incredibly good at. Uh, just you, When you put ink down using large solid areas of black to create shadow and contrast and depth and... It's something I'm. I feel like as an as an ink on paper artist, it's something I should be better at, and and so I often like, oh man, my art sucks. I'm not using compositional blacks. That's one tool in my toolbox. It's like okay, I'm not really good with Allen wrenches, but I'm really good with uh, screwdrivers and hammers and pliers and and a staple gun. Um, it's interesting that the one that I that I feel like I need to learn from Allen is the one that I represented as the Allen wrench. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and and so uh, another more recent one is backgrounds. I've gotten much better at backgrounds. I still feel like I could do better. I feel like my point perspective is not on point. Aha! Um, but it, but I'm getting it. I'm getting better at it. And and I'll do a, a panel in, on a page and feel like, uh, that's I really just botched the point perspective on this one. And does, the, the, the dimensions don't work. But it's one panel on a page that someone's going to spend like four seconds on and move on. So it's fine for what I'm trying to get done, and I got another shot at it, so I'm getting better at it. The, oh God, my art sucks feeling does come from a place. It, it come, it like, well, yeah, of course it comes from a place, but it can be used pers- constructively, but I don't think that's entirely healthy either. Mm-hmm. It, I, I sort of, I do see what you mean of it can be constructive. There are the artists who I, I watch improve and uh, and and like they they tend to have that as at least one of their motivating forces like, man, I could be so much better than this. But I don't want to believe that it's required for improvement. And I feel like there could be a a a healthier way to accomplish the same thing without self-deprecation. I'm reminded of a conversation we had a while ago where I I think we were talking about what we define as good art in in the context of like when we make it. And I uh, said something along the lines of uh, when it matches what I see in my head. That's a, I'm so glad you said that. That's one of the places I wanted to go today. Uh, Keep going. I think it's very rare that what you see on paper does exactly match what's in your head when you are an artist. And I think it's a uncomfortable thing to get used to as a, uh, as a new artist. Um, 
but it's also a thing that I do think it it can get better the more you do it. But frankly, there's also the problem that the more you make art and the more you engage with art, the more refined your eye for art becomes as well. And so what you start seeing in your head becomes more complex, even as what you draw becomes more complex. Do you know what that reminds me of? Uh, What's that? Oh, one of my favorite art memes, uh, the rest of the fucking owl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those, one. yeah, you could if you Google or or look up in any any capacity, uh, the rest of the fucking owl, you will find a, a legendary meme, which is a, a picture of how to. It says how to draw an owl, and on on panel one, it draw it says draw some circles, and it just shows a couple of circles where the where the owl would go, and then panel two is this perfectly finished refined owl, and the tagline says draw the rest of the fucking owl. And uh, I follow a subreddit actually uh, called the the rest of the fucking owl, where we where we hunt these out and find them in 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 the wild, and um, some of them are fun um, because every time someone says add detail, they can fuck off and die <laughs> because you are taking the the sh- their shape is one part of it. I mean, here I am drawing a picture of Uncle Iroh. Uh, sipping some tea for uh, an animated icon. That's what I'm working on tonight. Um, and I have like one finished drawing of him just holding his, smiling with his cup of tea. And I'm working on the pencils uh, for the next one where he's sipping his tea. It's going to be a four frame animation. And so what I'm doing before I ink it is I'm with pencil. I'm getting the basic shapes down. And then from here I will, and you've, if anyone actually watches the, 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 um, the Twitch stream, um, we, um, You'll see me like do a sketch of the layout first, and then I'll ink it, and then I'll add ink texture on it, uh, and then not off stream. I will then go and scan it, and sometimes for certain pieces I'll color it. There's stages to this. Each of those stages is one of the aforementioned tools. We look at these things and we say, "Oh, they drew some circles, and they drew the rest of the fucking owl." That's. Uh, <laughs> I've reached. I'm fortunate enough to have reached a point where I can look at a the rest of the fucking owl situation and actually see steps, right? But I have to be looking for. Oh, here is the tool that I don't have in my toolbox yet. Um. Oh, this particular kind of shading in step three to four that they're doing. Uh. Oh, let me let me actually get a thing out of that, right? But. That's not what the instructions were. The instructions were how to draw a face and this step and this step, the shape and the line, and then and then and then this particular piece of detail and all that. How to draw, <laughs> which is half the title of our goddamn show, is kind of a trap. I would like to talk about what you're struggling with right now, because uh, I think when I'm making a comic page the layout and the little de- like like all the little details and getting them just right panel to panel is probably what i spend the most time on and worry about the most uh when i'm i think like the, you know my my current struggle uh and and or my cur- the, the mountain that i'm currently climbing is uh is backgrounds and trying to create really cool really like effective scenery that my characters are in um, and I mess up all the time. Uh, I don't worry. I try not to worry about it because it's, it's fine. Don't worry. 
and and you know just get get a cool panel out and go on to the next one get a cool panel out go on to the next one and try and make the best background i can and improve each time right and it seems like that's it seems like that whole concept probably for different like tools in your toolbox is what you're struggling with literally right now there's also a certain level of when making comics and i know you know this of like for a panel that someone's going to spend 30 seconds looking at the art of and then switch to the dialogue box yeah, and then yep, yep. move on. I uh, can only spend so much time trying to make it look good. <laughs> it's I've mentioned this before. It's the phenomenon. I especially notice it in, in manga where like the first three or four pages of a, of a, of a chapter are rendered immaculately. And then the fifth and onward page isn't bad. They just turn the rendering, they turn the polish down and crank out pages from then on. Unless you're a fucking legend like, say, Berserk or or uh, Vagabond. You know, those guys just are uh, turn up to 12 all, uh, all day, every day. You you say that, but I can tell the difference with Berserk, at least. I haven't read Vagabond, but, but oh, there's see, definitely times where he turns it all oh, the way up. Fair. That's fair. I, just, I flipped through that again. God, that's a good story. Uh, but uh, I, I I didn't get a chance to properly say hi, Don. Uh, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, Don is someone. Actually, I think you were the one who recommended we raid them. Uh, oh yeah. On Saturday. Oh hey. The, they <laughs> did a really cool. They they do uh, drawings for people who raid them, and the one they did for me was so. Heavy. Oh damn! I need to see. You have to send that to me later. That's really, that's yeah. really cool. It was it was really awesome. Um, yeah, on and, uh, when Kyle when Kyle streams on Saturday with our friend Alan, uh, I try and seek out cool people to raid. Which it's it's harder for me to do when I'm streaming, but it's like it's easier for me to like. Okay, well, I'm I'm just I'm just modding and, and lurking, so I can, uh, I, I I can put some time in on this one and just try and find some cool people. I like cool people. Anyway, um, back on track. Uh, what, what did, what to talk about next? Yeah. Um, Code again, if you're still in, in chat, um, Code again on my side said, uh, I'm glad you two are covering this topic. I think it's probably my number one stumbling block. And if you had any like specific thoughts or, or things you wanted to ask or say, I'd, I'd really be interested in hearing them. Cause it's also like, to a certain extent, we, you and I have found a way to keep working despite the confidence issue. And so to a certain extent, it's hard for us. I, I think it's going to be naturally hard for us to fully remember what it's like to be on the other side before we could really get out of it. That's that actually like while, while we're waiting on uh, anyone in chat, feel free to like chime in. With, like, is there something that you struggle with? Uh, is there something that that really like instigates the, the, the feeling of, oh, God, my art sucks. I don't even want to put pen on paper. And um, actually, if anyone's listening to this in the future, Kyle, is there an email address I could write in and talk about it? Uh, yeah, you can actually uh, send a uh, email to howtodrawwithoutdying at gmail.com. Just all one word, no caps, no, I'll spell normal. And, uh, I, I mentioned earlier that to a certain extent, I, I keep the mantra, this too shall pass going through. Like, I, I'm, I'm very aware of my own anxieties and depression, and I do know that this falls into it. Um... And I, I, I'm good at the type of mental gymnastics that sort of trick me, trick trick my brain into letting me do what I need to do, even when I'm being super depressed about it. 
Um, there are certainly days where the art isn't coming out good, and it's frustrating me that I can't get it to look like what's in my head, and I do sometimes just have to be like, okay, today's not an art day, today's a audio editing day, or, or even a day off if it's really bad. Because um, sometimes it doesn't come that day, but like, there's a certain level of keeping going anyway that, that I do think needs to happen. Oh, Don says a good one. Struggle with struggle with thinking I'm not ready or it's not ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that one. Yeah. Um, actually, that's somewhat connected to what I was just talking about with comics, which I, I know you're a comic artist as well, so you're probably familiar with the... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've put so much effort trying to get this one panel right, but if I spend any more time on it, I'm never going to finish the rest of the page kind of mentality. Do thing, move on. There's mm. no time. <laughs> yep, video game day. Video That's game day. Oh, I'm going to talk about that when we're done with this topic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, what, what about you? So, I'm gonna I'm gonna push a little button over here on my stream to get a, a little freebie right here. I've got a I've got a button over on my stream. If you if you watch if you watch me on Twitch.tv slash Jared, uh, just say, no switch it's Twitch.tv slash Ironoki. There's a button you can push called Old Sketchbook Glimpse. I'm going to push that for myself right now to cash it in. Um, and then I show you pictures of my old sketchbooks and what my art used to look like. Look at this. So <sighs> there's problems with this picture that I'm showing. I'm showing a, 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 a sword person guy with very long hair that goes straight in one direction, like like handling a cloudbuster giant sword in one hand and a rapier in the other. It's like, it's an there was an attempt. No way! I drew that same picture. Yeah, when you, I, was I believe you. I believe you. Uh, here's a kung fu man who's trying to like do a step forward and be a strong pose. He's, oh, it's uh, his head is the wrong size. I love it. I love it. Uh. Here's, a, here's an angsty boy who's leaning against a tree with the staff, and it's like, nothing is in the right place here. I I show you my old sketchbooks and describe them to you vocally, if you just happen to be listening to this in audio only, um, because I am smart in certain ways, and school made this very clear to me by saying, oh, you're good at math and science. Oh, you're also really terrible at spelling. Uh, you're a bad writer. And so my grades, my my report card that I would get and say, oh, hey, look at these things that you're very good at and these things that you're very bad at. Great. Cool. My strengths and weaknesses are clear to me. Excellent. So I will just not try <laughs> at the things I'm bad at and try much more at the things that I'm good at. And so what this does is it creates a, um, now I don't. The notion, the word smart is a loaded term that has a lot of connotations. Um. There's kind of a trap that kids who are told they're smart will fall into, which is that um, you start to perceive that because you are smart, as the adults tell you, things are easy for you. And the things that are hard for you don't make sense. So you just very quickly give up on them and and say, no, I'm not interested in this because it doesn't come easy to me like these other things. One direction this conversation can go is, what the fuck does smart even mean? Because everyone's good at 
some things. Some people struggle with other things. Some people need to work a little bit harder to be good at this and this. And there are these set of things that, you know, society is judging you on. And if you're not good at this, this like isolated documented set, then you must not be smart. Loaded, loaded fucking term. But, um, I loved to draw and I wasn't good at it and it was hard but I wanted to keep doing it. And people said, hey, you're not really good at this. And I was like, okay. And somehow just kept doing it because I wanted to, because it felt good and I enjoyed it. I had ideas in my head that I wanted to draw. And I would say that I actually learned to draw slower than most people who learn to draw. I learned to draw slower than anything else that I've ever tried to learn. But I kept doing it. <laughs> I just kept doing it. And at a certain point, I just internalized, oh, I suck, but I don't care. I enjoy it. And I internalized that so hard that I was there for a long time. Oh, yeah, my drawings suck, but don't worry about it. I just, I just like doing it. And, and then I realized I had become pretty good, and it kind of startled me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I draw pretty good now. What's this? What, what happened? When? How? Hence the whole do thing mentality. <laughs> I am. It's funny, like you and the the mutual friend you mentioned earlier. Um, I, I it, it does make me realize kind of how almost sickeningly privileged I am in this particular aspect mm -hmm. because I was definitely like I was the artist kid in elementary school, mm. and that was like the only thing anyone paid attention to me. Ah. Um. Uh, and. Oops. It, I, like in high school I, I started developing my own things I cared about and whatnot but like elementary school middle school like I, I was that kid all the kids went to like oh draw me a picture give me a free commission right 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 <laughs> and uh, given my inability to really like fit in in other ways like I, I sort of fed off of that um... <laughs> the artist kid everyone wants their OCs, OCs drawn, drawn now. now i love that i love that <laughs> yeah that, that uh that that was definitely a thing i experienced yeah um even when i wasn't like a good artist and i was like well like, see there there i go yeah like, there we go there we like, go it's part of our vernacular uh, yeah uh, I, I was mostly just, like, drawing things based off of old Fire Emblem strategy guides. Like, I, uh, but yeah, I, I did have that, though perhaps exploitative, I did have that in, uh, encouragement consistently. Mm. Um, and it really came to be, like, my storytelling I ended up really focusing on. And when the time came that I had a story I wanted to tell that was a comic, that's when I'm like, you know, I've always kind of liked drawing. <laughs> uh, Kodigan says, I don't know. I can't think of specific questions. I definitely do have an issue with confidence regarding drawing, and I know my skills could use a lot of practice, but drawing doesn't really give me a, uh, a lot of good brain juice. So when it's competing with video games, I have a very hard time getting myself to that's practice. That's a rough one. And, like, I had to push myself through a lot of bad feelings before I got to the point where where just drawing whether it was good or bad like gave me the good brain juice and and I really had to to reach a point where giving an attempt at something I know I'm bad at still felt good mm-hmm 
You know, to be honest, it's very hard for me to just draw for fun. I kind of need a purpose. It doesn't need to be a good purpose, but... Oh, put a pin on that, because that's a later conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, that's how my vacation's gone. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> um, now, Codigan has heard this from me a lot, because we're roommates, and, and Codigan's trying to draw more. But... There's something that is kind of like a brain trap where you sit down to draw and it's not turning out like the picture in your head and you get frustrated and just stop. Or you try and work the one that you're doing more and more and more to get to where it is in your head, but you're really frustrated with this one piece and you can't get this to work with that and it just frustrates you. Um... There is a solution to it, and nobody likes it. It doesn't actually feel good until you learn to make it feel good, which is draw more badly. Fin oh, is this one you're struggling? Put a pin on it. D done. Okay, make another one from scratch. Da, da, da. Oh, that one felt a little bit different. Still looks bad, though. Draw another one. Da, da, da. Okay, all right. Draw 50 of them. <laughs> um... D draw more badly, yes, says Don. Um, it's it's hard to do that. It's hard to learn that. It's you want the picture to look like it is in your brain. You've got the idea. You want it to be freaking Iroh holding a cup of tea. But I drew like a bunch of sketches of Iroh to figure out the shape of his face before I drew this. Um. It's every time that I'm drawing something that I don't know how to draw, I have to kill like a number of sketchbook pages in order to, uh, to you know, in a disco Elysium sense, internalize it, and and that's just to get it to average. You know, it it, it there, you're not gonna get it from one picture. One pic, your first picture or or your first picture today even isn't gonna be your best one. Boy, do I not listen to myself a lot. <laughs> Boy, do I like I and I, I'm saying this when I'm uh, uh, I I still struggle with it, where I want to like work on one piece until it's done. Especially, well, you know what it, what it happens is when I'm trying to get a page done, which we talked about earlier. It's uh, this panel doesn't look right. Of course, it's still no, it's good enough. Get move on. That okay? That actually opened up a uh, not not an art thing but a writing thing and I, I talked about this on an earlier episode yeah it's it's I think this is very relatable uh I've mentioned the like two or three two like yeah two two novels I completely finished but they will never see the light of day because they're bad and it is it if I were to release them it would require completely rewriting the novels and that said, writing those novels was not a waste of my time. Good. And writing 60,000 words, I became 60,000 words a better writer. And when my previous number of words I had written was like zero, going to 60,000 leveled me up greatly. Um, in fact, I think that's uh, a part of the point here is I think it's actually pretty... If you have adult 
coping skill, not coping skills is the right word, like a, adult practice skills, if that makes sense. It's very easy to like get a front loaded amount of, of skill growth in just doing something a lot. Um, and that's sort of why I'd say like one of the best ways I would give advice to someone who is new at drawing and hasn't done the tracing to freehanding to uh, original content mm -hmm, mm -hmm. direction that you were talking about <laughs> earlier is to just make a comic because you're going to have to draw a bunch. It's kind of great um, for specifically this. There, now, and, and that said, there is a downside mm. that, again, like you said, people don't like is that, um, frankly, it might not turn out good and you might not be comfortable sharing it with people. And uh, I think on that same episode, I mentioned that's why it's good to start with projects that you're you won't be crushed if it doesn't turn out to be something that that you release and actually that was something i found happen naturally with me is even though i i thought i'd be crushed if if this book i was writing didn't go anywhere uh turns out nah once once i'd written it and gotten it out of my system I'm like nah i'm okay never showing this to anyone uh I'll, I'll show them the next one and this and this uh transfers over to our conversation about finish the damn thing which is also hard um all right we're actually coming up on an hour let's what are what are our closing points i feel like this is a thing we can return back to and and if we do i would love to pull in what folks have to say about it so to all of you out there tell us tell us what you know how you're how you're struggling like wh why where is it coming from when you when you say that your own art sucks um and we'll see what we can do to help. But uh, where should, where should, how should we wrap this up with like, should we talk about advice? Should we Because we talked about how you and I specifically have gotten over it. I guess just encouragement of, <laughs> I guess just encouragement of like, I, I don't care if it's bad. I want to see it yes, and I want to see what yes, you've got in yes, your head yes, 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 because yes. it's already going to be more interesting I, to me than oh, something some corporation oh, crapped I, out. Oh, I want to see your ideas more than anything, even if they're not as good as they are in your brain. I want to see them. I love them. Uh, if you write to us, send us your thing, please. I want to see what you're making. I love it. Especially uh, if you think it's bad. Especially if you think it's bad. Um, Oh man, I actually I actually prepared the Kickstarters this week like perfectly for this. Okay. Today is August 11th, 2022. It's my birthday. And and I found some really cool comics to talk about, and the first one I'm going to talk about is Unscripted by uh Yowata Hosby. I do my best with your names. If I mispronounce them, please let me know and I will correct it next week. Uh Unscripted follows uh, the story of Felix, a child of famous parents and uh, and the bandmate of Irish pop group Me Kellyinis. Uh, the band is on promotional tours for their upcoming concert, but a crazy PR stunt leaves Felix's bandmate hurt, especially her girlfriend Colm. Uh, Felix wants to make everything right, but she uh, but she also wants a private life, not with her famous parents, not with her band touring. Uh, not with the world dissecting her and Calm's every move. Uh, keeping a huge secret, Felix has, decided, has to decide what she'll do with her life. Keeping, keep feeling trapped, rebel against management, or run away from it all. If only Felix's decisions affected her alone. It's tough being famous, especially when your public persona is scripted. That's a cool setup. This is, uh, I love the just get it done art. 
just just shapes enough to tell the story. This is what we were just talking about. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, getting yeah, just just get the get the story told. Uh, we are at we're looking just just trying to get enough to get it printed. Just looking for US four hundred. We are almost at two hundred. So hey, we're making 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 the uh the halfway point in in the first day. Always a good sign for a Kickstarter. Uh, really, really love that one. Um, next up. Um, hey, Kyle. Do you have any familiarity with toxic relationships? Maybe a bit. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You might talk about it in my art a bit too much. You, you might, you might have written a couple of, a couple of really good pieces about that. <laughs> I... I I may have been through some pretty bad relationships in my time, and so this one really, really spoke to me. Uh, this is called Until Death by Sylv Stevenson and Squad. Uh, let's see. When most people say their wedding vows, there's often a variation of until death do we part. Rich, poor, happy, sad, in sickness or in health, uh, or even in zombie apocalypse. Ruth and John are a young married couple in Midwest America at the outbreak of the virus that turns people into flesh-eating monsters. Uh, after John gets infected, a couple the couple follows a rumor of a cure up north. The crisis lays out open many of the things already wrong in their marriage and uh, and buries and and unburies truths. But Ruth will try sticking to their vows no matter what. Uh, we all have to have our ups and downs, right? Let's see. Until death ultimately tackles the emotionally uh, tackles an emotionally abusive relationship through the lens of a zombie apocalypse. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Uh, we got a whole squad together for this one. Written by uh, Silv Stevenson, art by Marco uh, Perugini, colors by Sean Benyon, lettering by uh, I love this name Justin the Letter Squid, and edited by Richard Pace. Got some, uh, oh, I love the art. This is, uh, this is what happens. Like, like you and I, Kyle, we're, we're solo acts, but it's, it's so cool what people can do when they get a, when they get a goddamn, like, like whole squad together to do something called, do something cool. Definitely. The yeah. tally squad, they are called. In fact, I always use the word squad to, to describe that, but that's actually what they're called. They're called the tally squad. Uh, let's see. Oh, most, we're almost to our goal already. Uh, 64 backers brought in, uh, $1,100 and we're just looking for 1300 So, uh, just about there, and most of a month still to go. Awesome. Uh, now on to something that just makes me feel good. Uh, I I really love small protagonists for some reason. It's it's one of it's one of my joys in life. Um, dip 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 dip. Comic book art. Comic book art. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, this is Oka and the Walking Earth by Gary Morgan. This is the story of Oka, a young girl from a magical race of diminutive forest creatures who secretly take care of the flora and fauna. As the granddaughter of the high priestess, Oka is expected to be responsible and disciplined. However, she spends her days uh, dreaming of adventure and playing with the animals of the land, uh, especially the local farm dog, Betsy. Oh, oh, oh monsters. Let's see. Um, da, 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 let's just stick with this. These are cool. Lost my place. Lost my these place. Have, uh, Lost my place. Hang on. What's up? Oh, uh, these have uh, well the where the wild things are energy. A little bit of that. 
Uh, she spends her days dreaming of an adventure, playing with animals on the land, especially a local farm dog, Beth, uh, Betsy, and her toad companion, Hops. Oka can communicate with animals and instincts, insects, and while exploring with Hops, Oka comes across an evil uh, that her people had long thought dormant. There's a piece of that that I didn't copy and paste. Uh, when her canine friend becomes infected with the dark magic, o Oka must undertake an adventure to save Betsy's life. That's already met its goal. We're only looking for uh, 1450, and we've already got 2000. That's awesome. Back it anyway. Get a copy of this. I'm getting a copy of this because it's adorable. I I love tiny protagonists. They are about the size of a bunny rabbit. That's what. That's how small these people are. I don't know. I love it. I love like uh um. Uh, like, like, what's it, the, um, the, the mouse? Oh, no, I'm trying to think of. Was it Redwall? The, the one, the, 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 the stories about, the comics about the, the, the mice that are just, like, RPG heroes. Um, I love Secret and Nim. Uh, there was the Witch of Wickerson was a comic that we, we've reviewed. Uh, I love, I love small protagonists for some reason. It's one of my favorite things. Ah, oh, look at these creatures. Just as cool. Chapter one, wasps and walkers. Got it. Um, Don also says uh, mouse guard. Mouse guard is what I was trying to think of. Ah, love it, love it, love it. So, um, last one I've got. Okay, all right. Oh, that's what happened. I pasted it in the wrong place. Got it. Okay, no problem. Um, buckle up because this has got a really long description, but it's perfect. It's uh, I'm just going to stick it right there. That's that's what we're going to talk about. Welcome to the Inside Passage, a real-life region of Alaska that's an unexplored counterpart to Stephen King's Maine. It's a land of isolated seaside towns, forgotten tragedies, and old ghosts. The eerie continent-spanning Tongass Forest starts at your back door and doesn't stop until the Atlantic Ocean. There you'll find a store along the highway. It looks like the Blair Witch's cabin if it stole the front of a 7-Eleven to wear it like Groucho glasses. It's the last gas till Juno for truckers, tourists, and more unusual travelers. The only employee took the job sight unseen off Craigslist after her old normal life fell apart. She now lives in the attic above the store... People from the nearby town throw pebbles at her window when they want something at night. An unsettlingly clever wolf keeps raiding the dumpster in an escalating battle of wits. This is Allison Strange's new weird life, and it's not exactly helping her sense of alienation. By the way, this is called Alien Stra uh, Allison Strange by Aaron Segman and crew. This one fascinates me. Oh, it's me. really good. Oh, it's really good. Uh, okay, I've, I've, got a, I've got a couple more paragraphs to go. You ready? Only one thing keeps her sane. The shop's beer cave includes access to a secret, mysterious antique shop that occupied the building years ago. The room's paranormal, paranormal items run the gamut from magical to sci-fi to completely unclassifiable. Seeking a distraction from her isolation and detachment, Allison explores the artifact's peculiar properties with the reckless yet logical approach of a gamer pushing the boundaries of the game world. Sometimes the results are strange but harmless. Other times, the situation spins out of, con of, out of control, confronting Allison with the responsibility of saving people when the people are the last thing she wants to think about. Written by Aaron Segman, edited by Louis Silva, and art art by uh, jo Joel Blot and Zip Allegria. I love the I love the, the character icons. Yeah, that's that guy. That's great. Uh, the team is called uh, Create Creatively Queer Press. Excellent. 
Uh, Good start. Yep. And we're looking for 1,100. We're already past halfway, which is always my favorite sign this early. Uh, we've got, yeah, just 600 of 1,100. Not, that's not that hard to reach. I'm looking forward to getting a copy of this. And that's the Kickstarters I found this week. How are people find links to all this stuff? There will be links in the show notes, and you can also check on your Twitter account. Which is at Ironoki. I'll be posting links to these all next week. And now the second half of the show where we talk about whatever. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, what do we really talk about? Uh, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. I'm old. It's Happy super cool. birthday, yeah. my dear friend. I'm a multiple 11. Uh, I'm a multiple of 11. Guess which one? Oh. Uh... No, I, shut I up. strongly suspect you don't want me to actually No, shut dance. up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. Yeah, so I took two weeks off from work for this for, for my birthday, and uh, it's been... Um, okay, so your concern when I told you what my plan was for my birthday, for my birthday vacation, was, Jer, don't work too hard, because I'm a workaholic, and, and honestly... You know, I, I've talked about this before, like the best, the, the second best feeling in the world uh, after like, you know, love is um finishing a goddamn project. So I was like, the main thing I wanted to do was finish some projects that have been hanging over my head for a while. And I finished a lot. Uh, I've been very busy, uh, you know, some life chores, some art chores, some creative. Well, not not really art, but creative for sure. Uh, one of the big chores was a uh, really big programming project. I was working on figuring out how to make uh, multiplayer games. And I did it. I'm going to post a link in my chat to uh, if you go to my website, jar.art. And then add slash Yomi, Y-O-M-I. Uh, you would be able to play a multiplayer rock, paper, scissors game. That's, that works. There's just, there's like little, little touches I can add to make it work a little bit better. So that's one of the big projects I did. Um, some other, some other life stuff, but, but to, to, to settle your fears, Kyle, I told you, no, don't worry. I've got a really dope camping trip planned in the middle of my vacation. I was so hype about this. I've been planning it for months. It's the reason I chose these two weeks, not just because of my birthday, but this is the, this, this, this cool, like, uh, it's this camping trip with a bunch of hacker nerds. And so it's, it's, it's just people that love art and technology all camping together in, 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 um, Snohomish County, Washington. And, and it's a really cool event. It's people that I used to hang out with before COVID and I hadn't seen them for years and I'm super hype about it. I had planned to spend like, like three or four days up there, uh, load up my car, load up all my stuff, everything like, like I brought a bunch of art stuff to work on. So, cause it was, you know, it's, it's camping with artists, right? And we're just going to work on art in the woods and we have tarps and there's actual electricity there. It's, it's cool. It's super, super cool. It's, it's, the, it's the nerdiest, coolest thing ever. And I love it. I get all loaded up, completely loaded up, and I'm ready to, to head out, and I drive my car, like, like 15 feet, and I hear... <laughs> basically the sound of, of my car screaming in agony. So I'm like, well, that sounds what... I don't, that, I don't even know what that sounds like. And so I try and investigate everything that could possibly be wrong with my car, and I find nothing. And then I just kind of die a little bit. 
because I can't. It's 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 like Friday at five. There's no mechanic open. <sighs> okay, here's. I'll jump to the end. The car's fine. Uh, there was a rock in the wheel well. I didn't find that out until the following Tuesday when I could actually get it into a to a shop to take a look at it. No damage. There was definitely a rock there. If I had driven two hours to go camping, I probably would have dealt significant damage to my car. So that wasn't an option. It it, it actually cost nothing to fix. Like they 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 uh, my my I I love my mechanic. Mechanic's really great. They charged me almost nothing. Like they charged me like like ten minutes of labor to to take the rock out because nothing was actually broken. And they were like, "Hey, you want us to do some maintenance?" I was like, "You know what? Fuck yeah, do it." Change the oil, replace the wiper blades. I don't fucking care. I'll 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 put some money into like into like you you know I'll I'll pay my mechanic to do some bullshit because you, you saved my car without actually having any damage. But I didn't get to go on my camping trip. I'm very salty and upset. It was not the brake. It was a rock in the wheel well somewhere somewhere. That's um and um. And they removed the rock for for almost you know, like barely anything. So it certainly didn't cost me anything. But yep, uh, wheel well is what they said. Yeah. <sighs> so so Coden and Codigan and I were were in the area right before you like stepped out and before it happened. And like when you sent us the message, which was like, oh shit. <laughs> The the yeah, my friends like, were ready to buy me like a a a rental car for the weekend, and the set the the frustrating part was like, in addition to like not being able to drive to the camping trip, like I was a wreck, and was not capable of like relaxing and having fun, knowing that I knowing that question mark is wrong with my car. And, like, the next day, like, at about midday, after, like, there was maybe, like, you know, like, half a day left of the camping trip, it was too late to go, but I was like, man, I really do wish I had taken you up on it, but I know for a fact that I was not able to, you know, go and enjoy it. And I, I think that's that's understandable. I, like, and thank you guys, by the way. Thank I, you, Code, again. Thank you, thank you, Kyle, for be willing to, like, jump in and, and, and send me on my trip all the same. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I definitely I try and be in times of crisis as much as I can. I try and be a solution. Yeah, no, I know that seeker. Feel. I know that feel. Anywho, uh, um, I, I, go I, ahead. So uh, the other story about my va about my vacation that's uh, that's interesting is that like when I uh, took this time off, like I did, you know, only really planned, you know, the vac the, the the trip you know, for, for like a couple of days. And I planned on, honestly, I planned on like streaming a bunch. Um, and I planned on drawing a bunch. I have done neither of those things <laughs> <laughs> for all of my fucking do thing. Talk. It's the hardest goddamn thing to sit the fuck down and just draw. And this here, the stream slash podcast and the Tuesday night one, like that's my main draw time. That's the main time I have to get pen on paper. Um, and uh, what I found is, uh, you know, apart from the main life hack that I've got going to get me to start doing some art, I'm super fucking bad at this. I'm real like, I, I would rather 
Hang on, do I still have, yeah, I don't know if you can see, like, I got scratches on my arms because I went to my yard to pull out blackberries, mm -hmm. which are thorny, mean, asshole plants that will choke out all life if given the chance. Uh, yesterday was supposed to be my, I'm going to spend all day drawing, and somehow it was easier to drive over to my yard I, okay, so that ex takes some explaining. I live in an apartment because I bought a yard and I'm going to build a house there. I'm working on it. It's 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 an ongoing process that I put a lot of work into actually. <laughs> that's vacation. That's happening. That things are in motion now. But I was like, oh, I gotta I gotta go deal with those blackberries. And so I'd rather do that than fucking draw Iroh here. I did get this one drawn yesterday. That's the only fun art off stream that I've drawn the whole vacation. <laughs> And I'm working on the second panel right now, slowly, but it's fine. Uh, his hands aren't quite right. I'm working on it. I'm bad at do thing, despite it being like my my mission in life to help people do thing. See, that's my other like. Um, I, I mentioned this briefly. I, I figured it was less of a a worry with you, but um, I, I guess I'm kind of pleased to see that it wasn't. Is that um, any time I tried to take a vacation from my day job to do art stuff uh back when i i yeah back when it wasn't job. your day job <laughs> yeah um it didn't work <laughs> it's tough uh, it's really fucking tough yeah i i normally kind of look at it as uh like i i i my my gut is to dissuade people from taking vacations with that purpose um just because it really like not only did it not work for me, I felt garbage afterwards because I didn't relax and also didn't get it. Guess what? I kind of feel like garbage. Yeah, uh, but I'm sorry, right, don't, do not weep for cheese, boy. Everything is fine. Uh, I've got a um, uh, having a birthday party this uh, this Saturday. We're going to go out on, on my yard. We're going to go have a picnic. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then we're going to come back to my apartment has a really dope theater room. And we're going to screen um, if we I don't know where it's where we stream it from. But we're going to go watch um, 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 um. everything everywhere, everything all everywhere all at once, which I've been wanting to see for a while. Michelle Yeoh is the coolest. And that's a really cool existential movie that that is great. And we love our, ourselves some multidimensional existentialism that isn't Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh so that'll be fun so yeah no everything is everything's good but uh but yeah it's yes no um i've had actually a great time because despite art being a struggle which might be part of the part of this show uh i i got a lot done and that makes me feel very very good mm -hmm. i am glad and I'm glad you have had a good vacation despite everything. Um, you deserve it. Thank you. I'm actually, you know um, what? On the note of... I, I, I'll, let me just finish up with this. Is that like, there is one qualifier of a vacation that I think is like, if if, if you can at least say that this following statement is true, uh, you, did a, you did a successful and great vacation. I'm looking forward to going back to work. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to get back to my 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 nice software career. Uh, I I do I do love my job and I do love what I do and I'm excited to get back to it and the routine is is quite is quite comfortable and I like it. So, uh, good vacation, much success. I feel like that's I feel like we've done a good a good roundabout of all the stuff. Um, Kyle, where can mm -hmm. people find you? 
Uh, I am Kyle Newbridge. You can find me at knewbridge on most things, um, especially though uh, patreon.com slash knewbridge. Uh, while, while we were, while we were um, doing the Kickstarter thing, I actually did some bot maintenance, so now you can do stuff like like uh, at Patreon, and it should give you a link. Um, thank you, Abner Doodle, for reminding me to do that. Uh, but yeah, uh, that that's where you can find me. Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, so I put my comics on my website, jer.art, J-E-R dot A-R-T, and I am Iron Oaky on Twitch and Twitter. Those are the best places to find me. And um, And really, just want to remind people that your art probably doesn't suck. And I know it feels like it sometimes, but you really should just, you know, if you got an idea in your head, get, get some paper, get some pens, and uh, you do your best to draw it. You probably won't die.